I recently just had a really great discussion with a friend, um, a longtime friend that I've known, gosh, for, for several years, probably since I was like 15, and I'm 23 now, so um, gives you a pretty good standpoint on how long um, we've known each other, and we've known each other through so many phases of our life. He's known me since I was just that young 15-year-old reckless kid um, who, yeah, at times was very fucking shy and very socially awkward, um, but had a lot of deep-rooted trauma that, that would just make me act like a damn fool, you know? I did a lot of things right and and he for whatever reason um we kind of stuck out with each other you know and and I was so fortunate to have a friend that has been able to see me through so many drastic phases of my life so we we were kind of having a conversation on you know just our friendship but also you know, the, the people that we weren't able to bring along with us on this journey is, uh, called life. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about some of our friends for whatever reason have just kind of fizzled out, you know, or they just didn't walk on the same path as us. And just some of the stuff that happens, like the separation from these people that once meant so much to you. Um, and you know, in this segment, I'm just probably just gonna discuss a little bit of how I feel about, about death in general. Um, and this is just as a trigger warning for anybody who may or may not have feelings of suicide. This is going to be something that we talk about because I feel like it's, it's pretty near and dear to me. You know, there's this quote that I really like. Uh, It's called, well, (laughs) it goes along the lines of, when you commit suicide, you don't end the pain. You simply pass it on to someone else. And boy, how true that is. So I I remember um, when I lived in Starview, there was this girl and her name was Yesenia. And I didn't really know much of her. We weren't the best of friends. We weren't probably even acquaintances but she was there and we interacted and I remember there was this one time where we were sitting in the classroom together at arts and crafts or whatnot and she had this duct tape and she was making like bow ties and like just really cool shit out of duct tape and I remember turning to her and saying oh my god you made a duct tape wallet can you please show me how to make one and she was like, yeah, sure, as long as you draw me a shark. And I've always been really into art. It's always just been a way of expressing myself. So when she said that, I was like, fuck yeah, like, it's no big deal. I got you on your shark. And so that day she showed me how to make a duct tape wallet. And we went about our day and it didn't really seem like much. Well, I mean, fast forward two weeks, um, she was discharged or she left the group home. And another week later, 
all of Starview was pulled into a room with some therapists there and we were told that Yesenia had killed herself. Now this was really kind of the first time that I was able to fully absorb suicide and what it really was because I mean I've kind of heard the term growing up but it was just something that I didn't really fully understand because I've never personally lived through it right um but I I remember when they said that like people who know her like way more than I did were just kind of like stunned and I just broke down in tears and I walked to my room I sat against the door and I curled my knees to my chest and I just cried I cried for a really long while um and I remember a staff came in and she was like, oh, Jasmine, like, I can tell you really cared. I can tell. Um, and I'm like, well, it, it shouldn't really even be a matter of whether I cared or not. Like this, this beautiful human being that was once here is no longer here. And that in, a, in itself was enough pain for me. But more so, I, I, I was kind of thinking about I never gave her her shark. Now, why, why would that have any significance? It's because... I've realized that in my life, when things end abruptly, not having that closure really bothers me, you know? And for whatever reason or not, that shark would would mean everything to me. I'm like, well, if I, even if I did not personally hand her this shark, I'm going to make her a shark. So I remember spending hours on this freaking chalk pastel portrait of a shark that I did and you know it just so happened that my therapist was the same as hers and you know she was talking to her mom and stuff and I told my therapist I'm like can you please give this to her mother like she doesn't even have to ask just give it to her because and for whatever reason I needed Yesenia to have that shark that shark that you know came out of a 10 minute conversation that she was supposed to get and I got a duct tape wallet and she got a shark it just it seemed right you know and you know I cried about it for a couple weeks more and I kind of found peace not necessarily peace of course because when someone dies of suicide it's it's kind of hard to sit there and say oh well this happened for a reason or God had this plan or God had you know, like people tend to like to bring religion into it. And for me, that does absolutely nothing to really heal me. It makes me feel even worse, in fact, because it makes me question what kind of God would allow one of his precious children to kind of experience this mental anguish to bring them to the point where they decide that their life is not worth living and they decide to end it all and that you know that's a point really great point that my friend Alex brought up because you know we were just talking about it about Yesenia in particular because he's someone we both knew but he was like I I wanted to die many times and you know I I also have there have been so many times where I like the littlest fucking thing is what anchors me to this fucking world like my cat or 
I don't know, getting up for Starbucks in the morning, like really stupid shit that it's not really stupid, but for whatever reason has this huge significance to me. And that is what grounds me here to a place that is so cruel, so unforgiving, you know, I've, I, and the key really is to find little pieces of happiness, you know, um, so that was really the first experience that I had with death. Um, and, you know, I, I've talked about my gracious several times, if you have really been listening to my podcast, but gracious was such an amazing person. She was Capricorn girl, president of her school, just really happy-go-lucky. I mean, she had issues sometimes, don't get me wrong, but she was, she was great you know, and our our love, our bond really came from her sister being my roommate and kind of just dropping her off with me. It's like, here, take care of her, you know, even though we were both the same age, we would spend so much time having these really in-depth conversations. And she was so intuitive, even for her age, you were like 18, 19, and she was so fucking smart. Like, you could tell this girl anything and she will completely understand you. I, I don't think I've ever there's ever been a point in my life where I felt misunderstood by her or she didn't hear very clearly what I was trying to convey, you know? Even when my words couldn't fully articulate that. Um, and, you know, we, me and her, we really good friends, but um, we had stopped talking over something really fucking stupid. I think it was like, Thanksgiving dinner, a Friendsgiving we were supposed to have, and she wanted to have a traditional turkey and corn, you know, all that jazz, and I was just like, I don't know how to cook, like, let's just order pizza, <laughs> like, you know, that that was really my, my mindset on it, and we just argued over that, and for whatever reason, we stopped speaking to each other, and mind you, this was somebody that I would call 12, 1 o'clock, midnight, when, whenever, and I would tell her about my dread. I would tell her about just so many things in life that I probably would never have spoken to another soul, you know? And so I, I remember one time just having a conversation with um, one of our mutual friends, Victoria, and I was telling Vicky, I was like, gosh, I miss Gracious. Like, I hope she's okay. And so I remember, like, the last time I spoke to her on Instagram, I I messaged her and I said, Gracious, I just want you to know no matter what, I love you. Like, how are you? And she was just kind of like, let's go to the pier, smoke, on Friday. And I was like, cool, I got weed. She's like, I'll bring wraps. And that was it. And, you know, it, it's so weird because um, I feel like normally I probably would have been like, hey, why are you being so, like, nonchalant? Because she definitely was not that. But at the time part of me was like you don't get to decide when gracious is done being mad at you maybe she's still upset over thanksgiving and you guys have to talk in person before things go back to normal um unfortunately that never came to pass um she died april 24th 2019 and she was only 19 years old um to this day I, I think about her every day and I am constantly mourning what she could have been or what I really hoped for her to see in me really too because she was you know like I said like at such a long, young age she was 
so intuitive and so emotionally mature like I, I think I still find it hard to find people like her and um I mean now that I've had some time to dissect that I really realized that that kind of understanding really comes from really knowing that pain on a first name basis you know and so when, when she died I, I mourned her for maybe a year a year I mourned her and or even now I'm still mourning her like I don't think there's ever going to be a day where I feel happy <laughs> to be alive as long as Gracious Williams is not like I don't think I will ever feel okay with that but it's becoming easier you know because I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Inside Out where they have little islands that make up the personality or the person and there's this bridge that you have to get there well I am a firm believer that every person that you meet is attached to you by some kind of string right the people you really form the hardest bonds with are going to be made out of hard copper wire with electricity running through them like these are really unbreakable maybe connections that you make while others are just going to be flimsy pieces of string you know it's just someone you met five minutes ago and I feel like the bond that I had for with gracious as short as it was was just it was it was beautiful it was powerful and when she died I feel like that part of me was like shut down unavailable for business or rather it was an unforgiving wildfire that burned everything in its course and every piece of me that had anything to do with her every piece of that part of my soul was just shattered and broken and it all turned to ash now I think what's really helped me heal is that that ash didn't just stay ash in fact that ash became very fertile soil um, and, and now there's a beautiful forest there that is made of love and understanding and just a lot of lessons that she taught me I really do think she planted the seed you know she used to always tell me like the most growth you're ever going to do is going to be alone and after she died I spent many many months alone many months alone and I I challenged myself to really emphasize with others in a way that I previously was not able to do. You know, I was a, such a selfish person and I I never wanted to lose another connection off of something so trivial because the fact of the matter is that life is it's oh so short and again, every person that you meet, we're going to have these connections with and it's best to just keep them running you know we really don't know what's gonna happen today or tomorrow or even in the next five minutes it's such a crazy world we live in right anyway um thank you so so much for the few of you that have been listening to my podcast these last couple days so it's truly meant so much to me to be able to surround myself with people that kind of understand what I go through and there's some there's some beauty in that um thanks so much Mm -hmm.